You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. To the mind of the meanie one year anniversary. This has been an entire year of a trip <laughs> into the mind of former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We're going to cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the mind of the meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? One full year of this bullshit, huh? <laughs> nah, man, it's it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, yeah, check that out. Yeah, well, yeah. This I really is just a, can't see my sign over my head, so I brought it down. Special occasion, I just hold it up. <laughs> well, this is an audio format. Uh, Josh brought out his mind of the meanie sign that, uh, that yeah. we proudly adorn in our offices, <laughs> done by the uh, wonderful Hal Haney. And yep. how Haney art. Uh, yeah, man. Seriously, one year. Who, who would have thought of it? It's a good thing we didn't wait for the fucking pandemic to be over to start the show. Uh, yeah, we'd be just getting ready to launch. Yeah, at some right? point, hopefully. And um, we'll be like, man, we should have just done it back a year ago. You know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, quick shout out to uh, the person over your left shoulder, I believe it is. Um, yeah. That would be Mrs. Meany. The I was going to say unofficial third member of the podcast, but I'm pretty sure official third member as she uh, this is, again, audio as she licks your uh, your headphones. Um, It's all a perspective thing. Uh, Mrs. Meany, welcome to the one year anniversary. Cool. Yeah, I was was pretending that you were lying to everybody. That was fun. Oh, I see. Um, People that can only hear. They, they can't see me. They don't know I'm there. You were just right, making that up. That. So for, for, <laughs> the, uh, for those of you watching this uh, on Fight Monday night, uh, I am wearing a shirt that says Casual Friday because uh, it's a Friday. But I didn't even need to explain that because you would have thought I was being ironic otherwise. Uh, so, well, that's it. This show jumped the shark. Yeah. My underwear says Wednesday. So, you know. Yeah. Mine says but, April. Uh, <laughs> but man, yeah, seriously, oh, man. Uh, very cool. Uh, it's just fitting Mrs. Meany's here for the Open, too, because she's been here. She's, you know, been a big part of the show as well. I mean. Um, Not really. I wake up. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You guys are still recording, and I, I walk in, and I say stupid things. As a, and, they, as, and I have a theme song for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, which is. Mind of the meanie, <laughs> Mrs. Meanie, round and Tracy Roots, got something to say. Hey, hey, hey. 
you know what though? You wake up and come in and say stuff. We're like prepared to come in and say just stupid shit all the time. Like that's, you know, that's the, I, that's in the, the, uh, the description of the show. Yeah. It's, uh, two guys saying stupid shit. Yep. Um, it's nice though. It's like a slumber party. Yep. <laughs> and somehow what I can only imagine is the MLW radio network forgot we're on. So they don't check up on us yeah. because we haven't been kicked off. So I'm just assuming I'm it's assuming like that, no one's paying attention, but uh, it's like that one time uh, that one uh, person. I, I don't know if I told it on air. There was a guy who uh, worked for WWE. They released him, and they just forgot to t- stop paying. Yeah, him. and yeah, then you, the, <laughs> and then this person shows up at a raw and goes, "Hey, am I uh, booked?" And uh, and he go, they go, "No, why?" He's like, "Well, these guys been paying me for the last year," and the guy just went, "What?" and just uh, got yeah. that canceled. No, it wasn't so if me. that uh, ever happens was, I mean, to you at your job, what's that? Don't go to. I'm saying if that ever happens to you, the listeners and viewers, am I the meanie at your job? Don't show up. No. Don't tell anyone. Just oh, no. take your money, dude. I I would have been mums the fucking word about that. Yep. You know, hey. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. It, it, it's, it's on the bookkeeper at that point, you know? You know, we're never timely on anything. No. Um, we talked no. off air about how if we, if we were true to ourselves, we would reference our one-year anniversary a couple weeks from now. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, but something that is timely today as we're recording this is the 20th anniversary of the last Nitro. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was kind of neat, uh, especially on the same day that Eric Bischoff is all like, hey, sup, man. Sup, me. That's a li- yeah. Sup, uh, Nini. Sup, you wanna Josh. Go, you want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did we just become um, best friends? Man. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We got followers today by uh, the Bish. Eric yeah. Bischoff. He, uh, Very cool. I, Very I'm, cool. I. I'm the uh, unofficial BWO Bish, uh, yes. as we've talked about before. But Eric yes. Bischoff, yeah, giving a nice follow, uh, appreciating my stiffness, if that's a phrase that I can actually <laughs> say. Um, a little stiffsky, but, brother. Yeah, you know, I was a little stiffsky. Um, may or may not have gotten a little impassioned yes. on an episode of So Says Chernoff. Um You're a little stiffsky on the meltsky, brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I if, if if you don't mind if I can just say for just one second I yeah, just go ahead go ahead go I, ahead okay because right. I, I I look you're 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 getting some traction with this and uh, I'm 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 proud I, of you, you thank know, you just, um uh, I want to I want to make something clear I was I definitely I want to make I, I want to make this as clear as I can because there've been a lot of really positive responses. Um, and all the positive responses, of course, are, you know, let's take down Dave Meltzer. I want to make something clear. I in no way, shape, or form believe at all that Dave Meltzer wanted, wished, thought that it would be a good anything, that Dave Meltzer wanted anyone to die at all. I'd like to believe at all, let alone for uh, critiquing Kevin Kelly's commentary. Right. I, I, I want to make it clear. I do not believe that Dave Meltzer thought 
that that Dave Meltzer actually wanted someone to, as he said, please die. I get that. I get that he was trying to be cute or funny or whatever it is. So I, 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 I don't want my rant, my Chernoff soapbox I did on my show to make anyone, I gotta put this, I appreciate how many people have agreed with me, but I want to make sure they're agreeing for the right reason. Not All that right. they're agreeing with me thinking that I think he really thought that, if that made sense. Right. I, I my biggest issue that I've had with him, and I'm sure you can go back in my show or this show or anything and find something I've said that makes me out to be an enormous hypocrite because we're not perfect. I'm sure I've said things that were offensive to somebody uh, without intending for it to be, or I made a joke that I thought was funny and didn't think through the real person who may have been offended. I, I'm, I'm sure I've done something like that. My issue with Meltzer is he has such a reach and an even larger reach uh, in his own mind than I think he actually has, which kind of makes it even worse because he thinks he has a larger reach uh, and a larger audience. Yeah. But to just... In the mind of the Meltzer. Yeah. But just the spinoff on our... I'm sure that'll be on our YouTube soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think he wants to work with us. Um, the, the fact that he was so flippant about uh, uh, a statement like, please die. Um, the fact that when people will say things like, well, no question something, and instead of hitting them with some hard facts and saying, no, this is the way it is, it's always, I shouldn't say always, but it's mostly uh, it, insulting these fans yeah. of his. Yeah. That these, these fans say like, well, wait a minute, you know, I thought that happened, and he'd be like, well, clearly you need to learn how to read, otherwise, you know, and it's like stuff like that, and it, it's just being mean for no reason to a, uh, specifically to a non-public figure Right. You know, because there's something to that. Don't be mean to public figures. That's not nice. But when you're a public figure, you're kind of putting yourself out there, meanie. Like you, I mean, you've had to have a bit of a thick skin going out on on TV and being in the position, you know, and knowing that people are going to write these things about you. Yeah. But imagine you're just, you know, Brian on Twitter. Yeah. And Dave Meltzer's freaking tearing you apart and saying mean things to you. Yeah. So... There's all that, and my number one biggest issue that set me off, and I'm getting hot again, but that set me off on it and made me <laughs> add it to my soapbox was there was no apology. Right. He deleted the tweet because he knew he was getting heat for it, but never apologized. He referenced it, made excuses for it, but he right. never apologized. And all he had to do was say... Hey, that last tweet of mine, I've deleted it. Incredibly insensitive. Was just trying to be funny. Uh, it wasn't funny. I apologize to anybody that I offended, and I will do my best to to not speak in that way again. Yeah, you know. And then that's it. and guess what? Had that been on his Twitter feed, I never would have even brought anything up on my show. Right. And you know. But look, it, none of this is lost on me. I have a, a, a satirical wrestling news show where I basically poke fun at people and things in wrestling. I get that there's a place for that, but I just feel like he's unnecessarily mean 
and that's really so that's all I wanted to say. I don't think he wants anyone to die, uh, but I just wish he would think things through. And also, Jim Cornette's always been really nice to me. Um, yeah. I just didn't like. I, I think he's unnecessarily mean to some people as well. People who are just working and trying to trying to make a living. And that's what that aspect of it was too. Because for the people who watched the whole show, you know, I did mention Cornette and poked a little fun at him. And, you know, like I said, maybe I'm a hypocrite for poking fun at, at one person and coming down on another one. But I do think that there are levels and tiers to that. So just wanted to get that off my chest. And I do appreciate everybody who supported that tweet and made it go, uh, I wouldn't say viral. Banana. But it went, it went banana for a day. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, but no, but here's the thing that, here's the thing that drives me nuts with like Meltzer. It's like, it's like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that other people, he drove other people nuts with like, you know, Pritchard would be like, Hey, we could send you the, uh, the attendance figures. We can, Mm -hmm. you know, send you the results. Nope. I'll just have fans send it in. Yeah. You know, instead of getting like the official figures, which, you know, they could give you right from Ticketmaster yeah. to them. And then like uh, you know, you have people giving their opinions on the matches and he's printing them as fact. But then there's also like there was the issue like when AEW first start, you know, running shows and there's questions about like ticket sales, some about ticket sales. And somebody questioned him about it. And his reply was like well, why don't you get a friend in the industry uh, who sells tickets for a living and they right. could tell you. I was like, well, no, Dave, uh, you're the expert. You're right. reporting these facts. You have a radio show. Uh, right. Bring your friend who's the expert on your show to properly explain it instead of just flippantly going, well, why don't you find, why, you know. Right. If, and if, that's- if, if I if I disagree, disagree with him about something like uh, – and, you know, something like this, space travel. Why don't you go find an astronaut, you know, or right. something like that? It's just like, no, you're I mean, the expert here reporting the facts. You bring the experts on your show and have them explain it. And that's the stuff. All of that behavior is what has allowed me to feel comfortable kind of poking fun at them here and there on the yeah. show. It was just something, and I don't know if it's because, like, look, I, I've, you know, we've talked about this before. I've lost friends to suicide. Right. I Same understand here. he did not tell someone to kill themselves. Right. I, I get that, and I am not accusing him of it. And to me, maybe I'm 100% wrong for it, but I felt that. That's what I felt. I felt like when he said, please die, he may as well have written, please kill yourself. And again, not in any way do I believe he would ever mean for that to be the case. Right. But it just... I don't know. It, it struck a chord with me. It pissed me off. And that's why that I, I went a little bit further on it. But that also, is, but you're making great, great points with that. I mean, this is a guy who claims to be, and I think that what I, what I said on the show was his pontifications that he calls reporting or something like that, because that's it. He goes on and on and he says like, uh, according to someone who was there, the crowd was dead. Well, guess what? Had you asked the person next to them, they may have thought it was amazing. Right. So who are you? Who are you judging this by? There are matches that that I could... Uh, here's an example. Conrad Thompson has gone on about how he thinks the Bret Hart-Shawn Michaels Iron Man match is the most overrated match in WrestleMania history. 
He okay. has said that. Me, I love it. Really? I love that match. I love that it went that that way. So, does that mean Conrad's wrong? No, it means it's Conrad's opinion. Does it mean I'm right? No, it means it's my opinion. Right. But if someone was to report something as fact and only chose me or Conrad to report whether or not that was a good match or overrated, you can't do that. You can't. So, yeah. Dude, I went to WrestleMania 4 and 5. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I was there. I was part of the crowd and all this stuff. And then you hear people go, oh, man, those WrestleManias, the crowds were dead. And it's like, mm-hmm. they weren't dead. Uh, just that building that they ran is acoustically horrible. It's hey. like, mm-hmm. it's a, it's an echo chamber, right? To where the, it's uh, you might as well have been running a, a stadium where the sound goes up instead of out. So mm-hmm. to the person at home watching, they, it, it sounds like the crowd's dead, but that crowd was lively from you know beginning to end. That's that's what I was actually gonna say. So uh, I'm I was working on this video that I don't even know if I want to do it anymore. Like I I'm 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 making a video about uh, WrestleMania entrances, right? Like my favorite mm-hmm. ones, and yeah. uh, there's the the thing with the that those outdoor stadiums with certain buildings, but especially like stadiums. The, that crowd reaction is getting carried up and out and into fucking space. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, so one of my favorites that I talk about is um, John Cena with the marching band. And the marching mm-hmm. band comes out and they did like, God bless America or whatever. Like they did some America song or whatever. So the marching band comes out. They're doing that. Then they start, they, they go into John Cena's song and the crowd is kind of like there's a little smattering of applause mm-hmm. because, like, they're not sure that that's act. They're like, oh, cool. What's this, like, a medley? What are they doing, like, a cup? And then John Cena actually comes out. That's And mm-hmm. the crowd's like, oh, yeah. you, it doesn't come across on the it, – it doesn't come across at all because you can't hear it. It goes up and out. But here's another, here's another thing, though. You're putting this video together, which uh, Vanessa uh, Bello from our Patreon uh, says, do it, Mrs. Meanie, please. Listen, um, like, I'm making these videos, and then, like, I'm in the middle of putting it together, and I'm like, this is stupid. Nobody cares. What am I doing? Like, we, I, we got this Retromania arcade cabinet, and mm-hmm. I wish that I thought to, like, make a beginning-to-end video of how to put it together. But like, uh, I, I feel I like there are a up, lot of people wishing that you had done that as well. A lot of people struggling to figure out how to build that. Listen, um, so what I did was I, I put together the base because I already had the top half done. Mm-hmm. The base came separately. So I put the base together and I kind of filmed just like me talking about screws for 15 minutes. <laughs> like how this because the screws are weird. But listen, I it's actually it's in my Twitter bio my twitter bio is that i like to put my favorite pastime is putting together ikea furniture and listening to wrestling podcasts and it's true like i i i feel like i'm constantly putting together ikea furniture like (laughs) like there was one time i remember getting like a bookshelf or something and and uh meanie goes "Uh, do i have to put that together and i'm like no what do you are you gonna touch my toolbox like no dude i wear the pants in the family here man 
<laughs> I'm the builder. I will, but yeah, I, like, I want to put these together, but like, it's like, I, I, I feel like I'm running out of time. I think I just want to like send them without the, the titles, without the like intro or whatever. You but know here's what the saying? beauty of it. Do whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's yours. And when someone's tuning into it, if they tune into it to, you know, Mrs. Meanie's. I hope I get a hundred thumbs downs. What's that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when like you, you know, and look, and, and, and here's the thing, like, you know, for, for everything like, you know, we always talk about there's that, that person out there is always going to give the thumbs down on something and how that gives you, first of all, I love the thumbs down because it makes it so everyone can I believes tell you, that the thumbs up aren't a bunch of bots, you can know? I, can I tell you, it actually, <laughs> the thumbs down do not affect you negatively. I, I mean, please don't like if you really hate me, give me give me two thumbs downs in a row. <laughs> just no, click yeah. it, click it you twice if keep, you really hate it. <laughs> do that. Uh, here's what you do: do the one thumbs down, and then every couple of hours, click on the video again just to make sure that thumbs down is still there. It's, you know, it's, it's really just, weird because I've looked at other people's videos that like this this shouldn't have a thumbs down. I think either people just like. Do it, or maybe it is a bot that does it. I don't but know. People, but here's the thing. People have differences of opinions on things, and that's sure. fair. For the, uh, today, the, you know, my, my Twitter was blowing up over this whole thing, and, and for all of the, you know, yeah, oh, it's amazing. Thanks for saying what I've been thinking, blah, blah, blah. There's also someone who's just like, who's this asshole talking about Dave so, Meltzer? You so know what I mean? I People have difference of opinions. I'm, and, I might have unfollowed okay. you because I hate you. Uh, that's fine. I'm, I might have unfollowed you. I don't uh, I don't particularly know uh, exactly what you're talking about. Except, Did you legitimately you know, unfollow me? I don't know. Probably. I'm going <laughs> to. All right, Mrs. Meany. Am I fired? I can't confirm it. Depending on this, might depend on whether or not your uh, your mic works on the uh, finished product here. Did you s- hold on? All right. Are you looking? Because I don't know. I really don't know. Did you seriously unfollow me? Did I? You unfollowed me, <laughs> Mrs. Meany, Trey Fabe. Mr. Meany, would you like to? No, I'm just sitting here. I'm just a pot of plant. <laughs> you know. Just... I'm I'm ruining his show. Okay. Why did you unfollow me? Was it because I radio? Did I like too much of your stuff? No. I should just I'll mute you. <laughs> That's the polite thing to do. All I ever post is promoting Mind of the Meanie. That's like. Oh, look at that. I just got a follow from at Trayfabe. Appreciated. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Meanie. You're a character. You should probably block her. I heard she's a robot. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, I reported her. Um, hey, Blue Meanie. How's hey. it going? No, no. How are, how are I you? Woke, I just woke up. It's good. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. Uh, um, fine. I'm leaving. Listen, <laughs> I got my I got my second COVID shot today. 
Oh, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm begging to get my first one. Uh, this is where- yeah. What is, I got my first one and it's ridiculous that people have not been able to get their first one. I got, I registered on with a, a expectation think, that it was going to be I a long I, time. I think I showed you where to register and you wound up getting well, you show me, for me. Listen, yeah. Well, I, you showed me where to register, but then, but your thing was for your County. So then I actually uh, had to go, but, but it did actually give me the heads up on how to do it. So I right. went to my own County and I registered and that's a big aspect of it too. You know, the size of our counties are different. So They're opening more places in Philadelphia, too, and I think that you should mm. probably... Yeah, I got to redo something. I think, yeah. Oh, well, there also isn't a check Aren't mark. Aren't there going to be walk-ups? I don't know. There also isn't a box to check that says that you had lung surgery, which it's, again, you like missing anniversaries. It was the anniversary of your lung surgery. Yeah. Uh, and when, when your broken that? hand. Yeah. What? I, I, yeah, this is a bad month for me. Uh, I broke my hand and, uh, you know, which, you know, I wound up having to get two steel plates put in my hand and then, uh, and then, yeah, my lung surgery, which we talked about in an earlier episode Mm -hmm. where, uh, Mrs. Meany had just, you know, uh, moved here and within a course of a couple months, I get sick and, you know, (laughs) get my, uh, Yeah, I get an empyema, a bacterial infection in my lung, and then, like, I have to go through this whole thing, and she stuck by me, man, you know? Yep. She pulled the uh, the thorn out of my paw. Hey, I mean, thank God it was you, and because if if it was my uh, Twitter account having a lung issue, I can't say she would have stuck by it, you know? (laughs) Um, She may have flown the coop. No, you... uh, uh, in spite of all of that, um, you you lucked out and found a great person. Oh yeah, and, uh, you know. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's just I guess. not in spite of her staying with you. In spite of her unfollowing me on Twitter, which yeah. we are going to have. Hey, I gotta uh, tell you. Can I tell you something? I kind of do stuff like that all the time because I'm an asshole. If I really didn't like you, I'm gonna block you, and I'm gonna block your entire family on every we page. So if I just unfollowed you on Twitter, that's fine cuz I'm still friends Aren't with you. Aren't we kind of like coworkers and friends at this point? <laughs> that's okay. I I unfollowed my mom. I I unfriended okay. my well, mom. Okay, well, I'm starting on, to feel a little better then. I wait, I unfriended my mom on Facebook and then there was like this was like a couple years ago and there was like a report out of my hometown that some lady was found like washed up on the shore on the beach. And I was like, she was so distressed that I unfriended her that she threw herself in the ocean. And I was so sad. (laughs) It's like, mom, she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm at work. (laughs) We need mind of Mrs. Meany as a whole other show to just dive deep in there (laughs) and figure out what, What's going on Listen, there? Listen, it's not um, really but a big no. deal. But uh, but yes, anniversary. When when? Well, I mean, it, we're coming we're coming up on it because I thought it was April April first was when you actually no, had the no, surgery, no, no. right? You got sick. He came down with the fever on St. Patrick's Day. St. Okay. Patrick's Day, two thousand six. You know, I never I never really factored in because I remember you said that before, but I never really factored in the amount of time between St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, well, I I was, an, I, I was an idiot because uh, I thought it was the flu and I thought I could just ride it out. You know, when you're a wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you know, being a wrestler and just dealing with fucking injuries. Uh, right. 
sometimes you just try to ride it out. And, you know, I had the flu and I was going to, into a fucking, you know, a booking in out right outside Portland, Oregon, where like I had worked for this guy a few times and things got so screwed up. I was like, dude, if I don't, you know, things got screwed up between like flights and him, you know, somebody gave me the wrong time on a flight. I show up, my plane had already left. So all this like real like spinal tappy shit started happening <laughs> between me and this promoter. And, uh, I was like, dude, if I don't show up because I'm, I'm sick, you know, this guy's right. going to, you know, lose his mind. So I was like, you know, what? I'll, I'll tough out this flu. And, and by the time I got out there, it was like beyond the flu. And, uh, you know, thank God I was in tag matches and those guys carried me for that, that whole weekend. But then, yeah. you know, when I got home, I was like, Oh, you know, I'll just write it out. And, you know, long story short, eventually I caved and went to, I went to my doctor, my, my doctor, doctor, He's like, oh, yeah, you should go get an x-ray. I was like, I ain't getting no x-ray. And then, like, eventually when I start coughing up blood, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I should go to the emergency room. <laughs> Jeez. So, and, yeah, and then uh, they're like, yeah, you're going to be here a little while. So there's, like, maybe, like, a week, week and a half in between that. Right? Sure, I probably should have went to the hospital, but being an idiot and trying to be macho about it and trying to be a tough wrestler about it, and it wound up, uh, you know, costing me a little bit more. <laughs> you know, not even in the same uh, stratosphere uh, comparatively as something like that. But when you say the tough wrestler thing, um, there's a wrestler. God, I wish I could remember what her name was in TNA. Uh, like Soljon, Sol, uh, what something? I don't know. Um, I never watched TNA, so. But her, uh, she was. I was down in OVW with her. Um, I can't remember her name, but it was, so I separated my shoulder in a match and I had to wear a sling, but I came to the next TV and I wasn't wearing it because, you know, I'm a wrestler. I can't, you know, especially I can't, you know, whatever. And she like, like cornered me and was like, don't be a stupid wrestler who thinks he's so tough. Where is your sling? I'm like, it's in my car. She's like, Go get it and put it on. Like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I just like went. So I don't like, I, again, my separated shoulder, you're having a piece of your lung removed, not really yeah. on the same level, but it, it, but I, what I'm saying is I can relate to that idea of like, you're, you know, like, nah, whatever I can, I'm tough. I can handle this. Yeah. Um, although if I get like a cold, dude, I'm out. I'm dude, out it, it, the weird thing is I rarely get sick. So mm-hmm. it's like if I do get sick, it's it, and if, if I sell for it, it really has to be something like, I swear to God, we uh, you know with Retromania and everything, we did that convention up in uh, Boston, right? And I I got you know we both got sick, and you know for me to actually go, man, I feel like shit. That, it really has to be something, and uh, yeah, you know I. Toughed it out, got home, and, you know, uh, well, when we're in Boston, we're at the hotel. I'm just, like, you know, taking steaming hot showers and just trying to sweat shit out and getting under blankets. Yeah. Drove home and just, you know, uh, drank, like, gallons of water trying to flush it out of my system. Whatever it was, my lungs were on fire, everything. But, uh, again, just dumb, you know, wrestler logic, you know, just tough it out, rub some dirt on it. 
Uh, you know, just, yeah, I, right. well, I, th- I think <laughs> that's it off. A, yeah, I think that's just a manly thing too. You know, oh, yeah, I think there's on it. I think the the reason it's a wrestler thing is because it's a manly thing. But then as a wrestler, you're around so many other high testosterone men where everybody's just being you know super tough guy and you know super gluing their wounds shut and shit. Yeah, yeah, right. Super well, that's another sabu. thing. I've been, dude. That's another thing. You know. You know, so many injuries I've had, you know, from busting my tailbone to, mm. you know, jacking up my neck and just gritting your teeth and getting through. Because, you know, you always have that mentality. If you don't work, you don't get paid. So, yeah, you know, uh, just, you know, there's that always that logic. But, like, once you get into the real world, you well, know, it, it, it doesn't cost you anything to just to go, hey, maybe I should... uh yeah. Get this thing checked out. Then, like, how, how long do you go without, like, insurance? Oh, yeah, wrestlers are high. Right? Like, that's high. the thing. A lot of wrestlers don't have insurance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, that, it's like we have it. That's a whole other conversation. We have it, and I'm like, uh, let's just, like, there's a thing down at the Navy Yard that's, like, one-stop shop. I'm like, can we just go there like a mall and, like, I need this one, I need GI, I need this, like. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing, man. You get insurance, and you just, like, you start looking, and you go, like, oh, I'm covered for this. Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, I get seven of these appointments in an entire year? Go do them. Why not? You're paying for the insurance. If you see something, here's the thing. You see something that says like, yeah, you're allowed however many like uh, uh, physical therapy appointments. Just like stop for a second and think. I'm sure something's bothering you in your body. If your insurance is going to cover it, go get it fixed. Get something oh, tweaked. Yeah. yeah, man. Just uh, Yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, I, I'm out of Shawshank, so I got to get used to the civilian life of where, it's okay to say you don't feel okay, and yeah. you know it's it's there's nothing bad about uh, you know uh, saying you don't feel well or and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah there's that. So yes, sir. So I uh, no, I wanted to ask you about since this is the one year anniversary. Um, what what were your hopes for this podcast in the beginning? A year later, did you have any like? Like, cause I know I'm somebody who I'll like set these like milestones and I know you yeah. and I did that together, but yeah. what, what were, were your hopes? And do you think that in a, a year's time we, we met them, we exceeded them. We came up with different things along the way. Dude, it's just like, you know, before the idea of came along of me wanting to do a podcast, well, yeah, I didn't want to really do a podcast at all. Uh, there were times where I've, you know, you know, put the keys in the car, but I never turned the ignition on, so to mm. speak. You know, there was one point where I wanted to, you know, do a podcast, but I didn't know what it was going to be. And I, like I said, I went and bought the equipment and, you know, um, I don't know what the holdup was, you know, maybe the fear of being rejected kind of maybe because when you're doing this, I mean, it's not like you're doing a regular shoot interview where you get asked the same 10 questions and mm-hmm. you, you kind of go on autopilot with the same uh, answers. Uh, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, um, there's a, a really good interview out there with uh, Vin Diesel. I forget what movie he was promoting. But somebody took all his interviews from that press tour 
and he gave the exact same answer, <laughs> get, told the exact same story. And sometimes when you do shoot interviews, you're like, okay, they're going to ask about this. They're going to ask about that. Here's what mm-hmm. I'm going to say. This is what I can say to pop them. But me, right here, it's just me. I'm, I'm bearing my soul. Yeah. And uh, my biggest fear in life is being embarrassed and humiliated, you know? Sorry. Yep. And uh, well, yeah, there's that. Uh, but just embarrassed and humiliated, and uh, just for putting myself out there in a personal way. Yeah. But and you know, looking back in this year, uh, I think we've done pretty good at building a little community here. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't mean the word little as like it's not the meaning. I mean, yeah, it's it's like we have a, a sense. No, of like community. a close knit. Well, we kinda. have like a little. We have our own little village here of yep. uh, like minded. Uh, thinkers did you uh, think that when the idea of starting a podcast did you think that we were ever going to tackle some of these things like because we have had you know i feel like this is that episode of the tv show where it's like the retrospective and then we you know yeah. go to the <laughs> go to the old clip this, which we're not going to do because i don't have enough time to edit that yeah. but um but did you i mean we, we've had some things where you know it's it's been really great i know for all the listeners um for me to be able to watch you open up about all of these things, things that I never yeah. knew about you that I don't think wrestling fans knew about you. Yeah. Did you ever think that starting a podcast, you were going to end up telling these personal stories? I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, you know, cause I see so many, I said, I sound like a broker record, but I've seen guys start podcasts and then fizzle out. And they're just like, man, I just enjoyed the light. And, you know, they, we have a we have a, a schedule here. We have a we have a, a set thing that we do, and the 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 key to doing this is consistency and uh, being re- reliable to the the folks that are looking. You know, who you know hit that subscribe button to the folks who, you know, pay good money on the Patreon. Uh, to the folks at, you know, MLW Network, to the folks at Fight TV who are putting us on now every Monday night, we have an obligation to that. Yeah. I think some people are so used to just wrestling on the weekends and then this, you know, to have this other thing they have to do. Right. You know, they kind of fizzle out where this is like what I want to do. And uh, as far as you said, tackling this, it's just... uh I mean, look where we're at like a year later. I mean, we have our own line of figures coming out. We have a great community on yep. uh, Patreon. Uh, we've, we're both in Retromania. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, I got, you know, some other stuff that's coming up that, uh, you know, because of this podcast. But, uh, you know, we a year in, you know, I'm, I'm very happy. Um I feel bad, like on a situation like this, where like real life, like I said, real life's getting in the way. Because uh, normally we record on Saturdays. Right now we're doing the Friday night at quarter of twelve. Quarter to twelve, right? <laughs> yeah, a little inside baseball. But I made that commitment that I have to do this. Yep. And uh, you know, real life got in the way. I had to help a friend out. Because uh, I plan on having diarrhea all day tomorrow, and he's got to help me. <laughs> yeah, she got her COVID shot, so uh, yeah. Oh God, it's all, it's all, is it starting? <laughs> oh, misses me. I actually feel fine. My arm hurts a little, but I feel yeah. fine. You did you did pretty good today for somebody who got the second shot. And which I, kind did you get? Not to get off 
Tavi, no, no, what, no, no, what no. kind? What kind did you get? Uh, that's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, Pfizer. That's all they I got. Fi- I got Pfizer as well. That's I was kind of curious because I, I, I've only had the one, and that later that night I felt like all my joints kind of like hurted. Hurted? Nope. All my joints hurt. Um, I'll, I'll allow it. They all hurted <laughs> it me. Um, it. But no, I, I uh, all of my joints were hurting. Almost like imagine you had the flu, but without any other flu symptoms. Only that like joint pain. Woke up the next morning. Well, that's my everyday life. So uh, yeah. when I get well, to I was going to say, yeah, I woke up the yeah. next morning. I, when I say 100%, I woke up the next morning in my regular 45% and I was yeah. uh, I was good. That'd um, be funny if you normally felt like shit and you felt better after you got the shot. You're like, oh, I I, I, kill, I like this pain. I, I was going to tell you, though, I, I there are times where, you know, if I've had like a, a surgery or something like that, like, and because I have like, neck issues and back issues and we don't have to get into all that but there have been times where i'll take something and i'll go wow this is what people normally feel like you know like and i'm sure you can relate to me on that meaning like and you know it's a weird thing it almost takes you back and just like oh this is kind of what i what it was like in high school when I didn't, yeah. you know, when I would jump out of bed in the morning and didn't have to, you know, do stretches and stuff like that to make sure I could I could move. Go back to um, my, my childhood days when I could just take a diving back bump off the couch and get up and like it was nothing, you know. I, see I like watch kids. my son do that stuff now. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just want to tell him, I was like, dude, just take it easy on your body because one day you're yeah. not going to, you're, you're going to, you know, that that ugh, sound every time you get up out of a chair, you know. Yeah, but I'll say this: I, uh, what popped me about Mrs. Meanigan her shot is she purposely wore t-shirts in hopes to pop the folks who. Uh, so I know there's like I know it's Marine Run. It's all Marines. It's all kids. It's all National Guard kids that are like okay. you know. They're they're this is not their town. Like they're doing this thing. They're here to come work. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's this pretty serious, heavy thing. And I'm like, the first time I was like, I had this outfit because it was cold. So the first time I had this outfit ready to go where my shoulder could be out, but I'd still be warm. And then I was like, I'm going to wear my Undertaker sweater. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> out, like when you're out, even if you're going to get the shot, whether you're working or you're the, here's this like serious thing. That's a cool thing to see in the wild if you're a wrestling fan. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. today's T-shirt was uh, the Road Warriors. I wore I wore that today. And nice. I, I got a couple. I got a couple. Uh, I like your shirt. But I think The Undertaker got the bigger pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Is that an Undertaker Christmas sweater? <laughs> it's like, yes, it is. <laughs> That's see, awesome. that's that's the life of living with a wrestler. Just uh, but I also I also like when I get dressed in the morning. Who am I gonna go see? Who's gonna right. li- like? Wh- and then you have friend T-shirts that are like, you know, when you wear out in the wild, there's gonna be the one guy like, nice shirt, and you're like, found my friend. <laughs> I, uh, well, I'm proud to say that that happens when Meanie wears my shirt. <laughs> the, uh, Dude, yeah. Uh, Meanie will tell me to be like, oh, somebody, someone popped for the uh, sarcasm is my superpower shirt. Yeah, man. 
That's exciting. Yeah. Um, thank God you made it in blue so I can actually you know, wear it. Hey, it's in my color scheme. That's yeah. That's all there's I was cer- thinking about. Yeah, there's certain colors I, I just it. can't wear because I don't feel right in it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not good in red. I have a very, I have very red cheeks depending yeah. on the lighting and color <laughs> that I'm, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, red I, I don't just. Hate, I don't hate red. I just don't look, I don't think I look good in red. Yeah. You know, just, I know. uh, I'll, I'll wear a Phillies jersey, but that's like You're red You're a cool tone guy, fella. Yeah. 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 There's nothing wrong with that. But, There's you nothing know. nothing wrong when, with being a cool tone you, guy. You, you, you want to wear a shirt that, you know, or you want to wear a certain thing that people go, I get that. I get it. Like. That's, that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I used to always wear like the, t- I always had t-shirts that were like, that had like funny phrases and things like that. Now all I wear for the most part is I, is like mind of the meanie merchandise. Like that's like that's <laughs> everything. So, because every time we have a new Slickter makes us a new great shirt, I'm like, I want that. I have to I wear pulled... that. Go on. That are hoodies. Oh yeah. Well, it's hoodie season. I yeah. pulled out all of our shirts, and uh, people like to give the Blue Meanie free T-shirts, and it makes me really mad because we yes. do not have room for I it. I remember you so, making a post about that back, uh, once upon a time because I follow listen, you on social media because listen, I thought we had that kind of relationship. Um, listen, yeah, I can't breathe. Like, literally, uh, my lungs, it's so dusty with all these clothes. It's too much. It is too much. Anyway. Uh, I'm putting our shirt. I put our shirts into clothes baskets, like uh, laundry baskets. So I, I put our, yeah. I put all our shirts, and I had to categorize them. So Meanie has music, wrestling, collar and elbow, pro wrestling tees, and then he, I, I made specifically a blue Meanie basket. So when he's gonna do his show or somebody else's show, he could just reach in. And grab one. Like, don't, don't have to, like, because all of his shirts are blue. You know what I mean? You can't go, oh, that's I, a blue meanie shirt. No, no, no. It's something else. Well, you're talking so, about blue meanie's basket, and I hate to to do this, especially with mixed company, but I'd also like to talk a little bit about his coin, port, coin purse. Uh, <laughs> nailed it on that one. Um, because this episode is sponsored by Manscaped, and... We have to we have to talk about them because they're too good not to. Uh, Manscaped, we talked about last week. They hooked us up with the perfect package 3.0 kit uh, yeah. that I have right here, um, which I know we're supposed to like kind of show this stuff, but I'm getting to a point where I don't really want to just continuously bring this uh, <laughs> out in front of everybody. But uh, we've got some great things here. We've got the uh, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. We've got the uh, Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Um, and then in here, this is the Lawn Mower 3.0 with... Listen, I'm going to use that on my head. I'm, I will absolutely you, you know what? use that on my mohawk. 100%. You should. you should, because this will cut through anything. This is this is. Uh, I mean, before he quality. uses it on his balls. And it has an he LED can do light. That later. So let me talk to you a little bit before we get, you know, before we continue on here. I want to talk to you just a little bit about uh, about Manscaped. So Manscaped's created the best ball hair trimmer ever, which I just showed you, the Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. 
I now personally feel more confident shaving the boys. Uh, I know that Meanie does as well. And this is Meanie. You have nothing to worry about when you shave your head now. Get that mohawk going. <laughs> Just like that. Seriously. In addition to this trimmer uh, comes that LED light for, all, for a more precise shave. Um, it's also, and this is kind of fun too, it's waterproof. So you can do this in the shower, but... I am going to, uh, you know what, I don't think I have it with me here because I probably have it somewhere else. But it actually, the, 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 when they send you this Perfect Package 3.0, they actually send you like a newspaper all about Manscaped that is meant to go on the floor. So if you're not in the shower, you can do some trimming, fold it up and throw it away. Uh, so easy cleanup, which is really cool. Um, so now we're saying that Mrs. Meanie can use this on, on her head, but but... The biggest problem that we have as men is sometimes, you know, a man will look at their, their beard trimmer and go, well, all right, what am I going to no, do? No, and then uh, they put it on their face yep. like you're waving no, it around in your face right it's now. It's disgusting. Don't do that, you know? <laughs> Just don't do that. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside the brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which comes with everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes... As I mentioned before, the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, or you should, unless you're uh, the painter who is working in my kitchen today. <laughs> Why are, I was begging him to just put, I was about to go to the store and just get him deodorant. But why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Uh, it's your balls. It's getting to be that time of year too, man. Oh my God, Meanie, we're getting sweaty, aren't we? We're getting soupy. Uh, speaking of sweaty and stinky and soupy balls, I am thankful for the Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. Nobody needs any sticky balls, all right? So, no, Manscaped... Uh, nah, nobody needs the bat wings this, uh, this oh. season. Wait, wait. Okay. What is happening? Oh. Well, while she's doing that, I want to say that Manscaped threw in two free gifts into the perfect packet. What am I looking at? The bat wings. Okay. Um, <laughs> why, for, for our uh, audio listeners, I'm not looking at, at Meanie's bat wings. Um, they threw in a pair of high-performance Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day uh, and the travel shed bag to store all your grooming goodies. But I want to tell you something about, about those boxer briefs. If you're a boxer brief guy, these are fantastic. They are the most comfortable boxers around. Uh, so anyway, trim that junk of yours. But if you're going to do it, why don't you get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MEANY20 at manscaped.com. I mean, we will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Whoever sees and smells your balls will thank you. So get 20% <laughs> off and free shipping with code MEANY20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MEANY20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job. With Manscaped, MEANY, yeah. The fellas nice. down at the lodge will thank you. Uh, I beg your pardon? Oh, <laughs> The fellas down at the lodge will thank you. Oh, man. I thought she said something about Virgil. No, um, no, no I'm good. But no, we thank we thank Manscaped very, very much uh, for sponsoring um, the Mind of the Meanie. Uh, they, they 
are a very generous company. Uh, and we've talked about in the past, very generous company in a lot of ways. They yeah. do a lot of charitable work. Um, yes, it's not do. all fun and games. Uh, and also, Manscaped, I mean, Mini, we, th it's a fun commercial to always be able to do, a fun little ad read here. Um, but it's a damn good product, and you should yeah, be trimming yeah. yourself. It's 2021. It's also you know? fun when your balls don't stink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fun for everyone. It is fun, fun for the whole family. <laughs> yeah, dude, they really hooked us up with that uh, that travel kit that, that came in the mail. Yeah. I, I was I was like, man, this is a really high quality product, you know, and that's yep. no bullshit. I mean, they really for what you're you're paying, they give you so much. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I know I mean, everybody does the uh, manscape oh, balls, balls, balls. But no, seriously, they it's, it's a quality product, you know. Yeah, it really is. And uh, Mini, they sent you the shirt too, right? Uh, yes, I haven't tried it on. Uh, maybe I'll make it a half shirt. Who knows? We'll I was see. gonna say, here's the thing: if they didn't get the right size, it's a blue Mini shirt. If they got the right <laughs> size, you're good to go to wear it anywhere. But I love it, too. So, okay, I have to tell a funny story, though, about this. I would hope. So they sent, they sent a box um, that you open up that says Manscaped on, on top. You open it up, and it had everything. It had the Perfect Package 3.0 in there. Inside, you open it up, and it says something like, uh, your balls will thank you or something like nice, right? So my wife doesn't know what it says on the inside. She knows they're a sponsor. She knows what's going on. But she sees the box, and she goes... You know, that would make an awesome leprechaun trap because my kids wanted to make a leprechaun <laughs> trap for uh, for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that'd be pretty good. So my daughter's six now, and she can read. I was going to um, ask. So thankfully we didn't get too far because we, oh, we're like, all right, let's get to work. We'll start doing this. I open it up, and she's like, what's that say? Your that's one of my sight words. And then I was just like, oh, you're nothing. I'm like, you know what? It's just uh I was like, it's just kind of scribbled stuff on here. Um, but I will say that uh I don't know how how I come off as a father here, but the box that the manscape stuff came in is in fact what we used as a leprechaun trap this year um and i was all like i wanted to take cute pictures of my kids like making the thing and they're putting stickers on the outside where it says all the it says manscape.com and i'm like hey i'm like what if you, like the stickers cover over all the words and like you know cover all the letters with stickers so um yeah but so thank you manscaped because otherwise i don't know what box i would have used hey well you know some parents have done worse things i guess uh yeah then but uh Letting their uh, kids play with the uh, box your ball hair trimmer came in. <laughs> Daddy, why is your uh -oh. foot up on the soap dish? Oh, nothing. Uh, oh, man. Hey. Uh, so I want to say, what? how do you transition from that? Uh, well, you, you put do... your, your left foot up and then you <laughs> no. put your right no. foot up. No. You do the hokey pokey and you yeah. turn yourself around. You have um, to treat him like a swearing baby. You cannot laugh. It's that, not defeat, funny. that defeats the whole point of the show. It's not um, funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. so I now want to know Mrs. Meany, in, in in all seriousness, and I'm gonna see I wanna see if we can drag you into the frame here. 
Is that okay? This is Meanie? Yeah. Okay. All right. I want to make sure. Let's see. Oh, you're all right. All right. Well, yeah, I guess you can move. That's easier. Thanks. Um, when the blue Meanie came to you and said, I'm thinking I want to do a podcast, um, aside from when he was like, I think I want to do it with Josh Chernoff, and you're like, that seems like the kind of guy I don't want to follow on Twitter. Um, what did you expect out of this? What were your expectations? Uh, did you think it was going to take uh, a full 40 hours a week for us to record an episode? Um, <laughs> but what were, what were your expectations? And uh, did you secretly hope to be involved? Did you hope to never be involved? I don't, uh, I don't pay attention when he speaks. I don't. Uh... <laughs> okay. What? No, no, I... Uh, no, my wife doesn't listen, when I speak either, so... I don't... I didn't want to be involved, like, at all. Certainly, mm. you know, do what you want, and, you know, I'm very supportive. I, It's like... I always thought he could do it, but it's a matter of, you know, he wanted, like, a topic, or, like, mm. how do you... And then, like, everybody had a podcast, and it's like... It's like, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to make a podcast. And it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, that guy's got a podcast too? Not him. I mean, right. you know you know what I mean? Like, you find out, oh, they got a podcast. Oh, that guy too? Oh, man. Oh, this guy? Like, everybody's got a podcast. Like, certainly very supportive. Um, But I, I didn't want anything to do with it. I don't, I don't want to look at myself... I don't want to listen to myself. I don't like hearing my own voice. It's weird. I don't listen to the show. I, It's like, if I'm sitting here, that's cool. But I don't mm. go back and, like, listen. You know what I mean? Dude, our shows, some of them are, like, three hours long. I don't I th- have time to I, record I, and then go back and listen. I think it's weird listening to him. I think it's weird listening to my... I don't like listening to my own voice, which is... Awful for you guys. I'm so sorry because <laughs> if I don't want to hear my own voice, why should any of you, you know? No. But, but uh, uh, but no, so I mean. It has taken over my life. We have an entire room dedicated to it now. Yeah. Um, and still working on it. Every day we're thinking about what we could do different and what we could do better and, you know. Um, well, well, as the co-host of this show, I can say in all sincerity, without your support, there's no way that this show because would, I could easily be like, what it's become. can you not like, you know, can, can we spend some time together? Can, can we not? Yeah. But I mean, and that's, but, but that's but. something you hear all the time. Wrestlers will talk about how, you know, you hear it in hall of fame speeches, you hear things they always talk about, you know, the family and what it, took out of the family. I'm in no way saying us doing a podcast once a week is the same as, you know, these wrestlers that were away for 300 something days a year, but it's, it's time consuming. And without that support that I, I, I'm able to travel with him a lot. Um, and, and if he does travel, it's like just overnight and it's not really, Mm -hmm. I just make sure like, don't have any fun without me. You know, it's, it's not, it's not really a problem, but now we're in a, uh, we're we're in a different world now. Like, yeah. I really the th- the thing that I really like hate the most is not being able to do like conventions and stuff. I mm-hmm. don't. I hate not being able to like 
talk to people in real life. You know what I mean? I hate not being able to plug it in real life to meet fans because I have fans now. Like I'm the star of the show and I I can't meet all my friends. And that's why I started making videos because like I want like I want like uh, secret code words to say to people too. I want like fun like lingo (laughs) that like, you know, I want. It's going to happen. It's going to happen sooner or later. But, but uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a part of it. But it's in my house, and mm. I gotta tell you, like, you know, with everything shut down, and with him doing all these like satellite shows and and interviews and all that, um, it's like I have to be quiet when he's on somebody else's show. I can't run in <laughs> and shout shit. Is it Dark Side of the Ring didn't allow a Mrs. Meanie run in? But when you're doing your when you're doing your show in my fucking house, <laughs> I got some I got something to say. And I no, know and you. I'm friendly with you. Like we chit chat at shows and stuff. Like I it's Are we? I thought we were until the beginning <laughs> of this episode. But I, I now, I, I guess you and I are just as close as you and your mom, apparently. I hate right? that we can't, I hate that we can't do this in person. I hate, yeah. and I like that, it, I do like that it's in my own house, like, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Meanie and I have, uh, and you as well, of course, we, we've got something planned. We're not going to really reveal it yet, but it is in August. Um, it's, we very tentatively, I mean, I think we're all, hoping things will be in a much better position at that point. I know, you know, Mrs. Meany, you're vaccinated. I'll be fully vaccinated. And for the love of God, someone just give the Blue Meany a vaccination at this point. I'll be um, in a dumpster behind a 2300 <laughs> arena. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you'll find a needle there. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, there's an opportunity coming up where we're going to be able to meet people. And we've talked about... Um, since we're going to be in person doing the show in person. I think that will be the first time we're able to do that. And um, I think that's just so cool. And to be able to find, like I'm, I'm looking at that at this like light at the end of the tunnel and who knows, maybe something will pop up sooner, but I, uh, I'm looking at that as light at the end of the tunnel for us to finally get to like do this. And, and in some ways it's going to be so weird to, you know, because there is this comfort. I mean, we're in our own homes here, you know, like, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, there is a comfort factor to, you know, we're done and I just turn off my computer and go in the other room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got an opportunity, uh, coming up. Hopefully. It's kind of weird too. I, first off, I didn't know about this. Uh, I wasn't invited. (laughs) Oh, I mentioned it, but (laughs) I wasn't invited. Well, she said, in fairness, you did say you don't listen to anything. You don't listen to him when he talks. (laughs) So, but listen, like what I, you guys, I mean, you guys are comfortable being around people, and I'm kind of not, and I, I'm scared thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. I have stage fright right now just thinking about it. It's, you know what? I'm excited for it. Um, it'll be. Oh, what am I going to wear? Undertaker uh, Undertaker shirt. Seems uh, to be a no. hit, right? Uh, I'm not concerned with what gonna you're going to wear. August. I've seen you to these conventions. Every time you're at a convention, You've got so, like one cooler outfit than the last time. Like it's, you know, I, I think we're gonna be fine. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I want to say, if I, if I may, um, that this past year has, you know, we talked about, you know, I was really curious your, both of your views on it and everything. Um, you know, my, without the support of my wife, there's, I mean, she's been incredibly supportive of the fact that it's like, yeah, I'm going to do a show for three hours and then I'm going to go sit and edit that show. And then weekends, like last weekend I had my show, I had, uh, our show here. I had a, a, a round table thing for fight, uh, Meanie, we did, uh, that was extreme with Joel. Um, that was a busy ass. Uh, I think we did four, I, I did four shows in three days yeah, and had to edit all <laughs> and do all that. Um, so I'm very grateful. I, I, I won't kiss up to my wife too much because she absolutely will never hear this. Um, she, she doesn't watch or listen to anything. She's too busy raising our children while I'm having fun talking about Meanie's farts. Playing, but, playing um, toys, playing with toys in the basement. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, but, but in all seriousness, without making this like a, a big, uh, you know, love fest, um, you know, we talked about this stuff earlier without my connection with you, Meanium, doing this podcast and all the things that it's afforded me, I wouldn't have had this this whole big, you know, thing on Twitter that happened because I said something about Meltzer. Like, yeah, I still would have had my show, but this show has allowed me to be perceived as some, I, I guess, someone you should listen to, which is kind of weird because <laughs> um, you probably shouldn't. Um, but it's been very... You know, I, I joke all the time about, you know, riding your coattails and you say about, you know, you didn't know half shirt had coattails, but, uh, yeah. but it's true. I mean, I, I, I'm so incredibly grateful to you for allowing me to like, for trusting me with your, your reputation and your brand and, you know, and, and doing this podcast and putting as much in my hands as you, as you have, yeah. Uh, which brings us right back to Manscaped. Uh, no, but <laughs> I, um, but I really do appreciate it. it. It, you know, this is when when we're constantly doing this work and we're constantly coming up with ideas, or we're just sending each other, you know, memes back and forth or whatever it is. <laughs> it, it, On it's, various forms of uh, social media. Yeah, it's it's very easy to be like okay, hey, we have the work side of doing, let's get these shows together, let's get our schedule going, let's, you know, we, we have uh, this show we have to do, we have that show, we have the Patreon stuff, and there's the scheduling side, which is like, okay, this is like a job. Um, the best job, but this is like a job. And then there's the us messaging back and forth, just making jokes and having a good time. And then there's the time where I kind of step back and go, holy shit, like I'm getting to do this with the blue meanie and this is not an age joke, but a dude that I actually legitimately enjoyed and was entertained by as a, as a fan watching wrestling. So it, it is so cool to be able to do this. To have an action figure is ridiculous. It is so inappropriate. That I'm getting an action. I don't figure. know who let you have an, have an action figure. It, it, yeah. it is so a weird. It is, it's ridiculous, and I'm so. But but it's between that, uh, the involvement with with you on this podcast. I know whether they've said it or not. I know that that was a large part in me being offered the ring announcer spot 
on Retromania. It was a, a, a trust thing, you know? And, I mean, this past year, which has been on, you know, for so many of us, and myself included on personal levels, there have been aspects that have been pretty freaking horrible. Um, yeah. Yet in the last year, I... I now have an action figure coming out. I've been in a video game. Um, I, I, I get to do shows with you. I get like, I'm, I'm absolutely living so many dreams that a year ago were, were literally just dreams. Some of them were so far out of my mind that they weren't even dreams. Like the oh. action figure was just like, yeah, that's clearly not a thing that's happening in my life. Um, but uh, so, so I won't go ramble on and on more about it, but sincerely, thank you so much for, for trusting me with this show. This has been, uh, this has been amazing. And, uh, and, oh, man. and to <laughs> our, our, our pod squad. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this, you know, the, the idea with Patreon, I don't think we even, I think in the beginning we we're like, I don't know the hell wants to pay to have like extra like because we'd been doing the pod for a little yeah and we're like i think this is a fun show people seem to like it but does anyone really want to like give money for us to do more of this or like behind the scenes of this or anything and like it, it, it's this you yeah. know we've had so many people andy slichter who came to us right in the very beginning and i'm just you know not to give too much behind the scenes but you know, there was how many times you'd be like, you know, all right, hey, Slichter, uh, what do you want for this? And the response is pretty much, I want the podcast to succeed. You know, yeah, awesome. like it, it is, um, yeah, we're just, this could become the sappiest uh, <laughs> thing ever. I feel myself getting emotional over because I, I, I just, I'm, I'm very grateful for everyone associated with this show. Yeah, man. It, like I said, uh, yeah, it, 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 people think you do a podcast, you just hit record and talk, and that's it. And there's so much more to it, as I've learned. And uh, I definitely made the right choice uh, because you, the stuff you, you're able to do with the podcast between editing, video, all that good stuff, I, I don't even know. He just asked you because you wear a suit. <laughs> And, he then like, I, and then here, he's he like, hey, "Where's like, the suit? This, he looks professional." And then what's the like, first show? Guy, I'm like, "I'll wear a t-shirt." This guy looks like he's no, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> but uh, he gets printed ties. Yeah. It's all confidence. It's all the confidence. <laughs> Very fancy. Make it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, seriously, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know if I had tried to do this on my own, if I'd still be doing it. And, uh, yeah, I don't even think, I don't even know how long it would have lasted. I don't know if all the other opportunities would have it came about. I think about, cause you guys were talking about, were you guys talking about doing it in an actual studio yeah. somewhere? Mm -hmm. And like, I, it's like, I wonder if that would have like worked because, you know, when you're going to another building, what if they're closed? Right. What do you do? Like, and then you're not set up at home. Like, I like the home setup. I like that, mm -hmm. like, you're ready at a moment's notice to do, like, anything now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're ready No, you're to right. I think we would have, I, I honestly think we either never would have grown the, the comfort and chemistry 
because we would have been at that community college with like the student running the soundboard. And, and I think we, I think both of us would have been far more, you know, let's, let's talk Meanie, What was it like backstage at ECW when you did, you know, again, like there, I think yeah, there, there, there's a thing of us doing that hour drive once a week. I think we would have, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. One way. I think we would have, we would have burnt out quickly. And I think if we believed in, in the chemistry and had we been able to have that, I think with no pandemic, we would have ended up doing something like this virtual, like, you know, yeah, just it from just a convenience have, standpoint, but this would have evolved, you know, in, yeah. into this between, you know, real life commitments and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The, this is a commitment, but you yeah. know, just to do like an hour drive to the community college and we're kind of doing it based around their schedule and, mm-hmm. you know, say I couldn't make it one day. Well, they don't have like after hours hours. So we kind of would have probably had to resort to doing it, you know, remotely like this. And then I think we would got comfortable just sticking with the remote, uh, remoteness of it, you know? And like you said, we, you know, we could do things at a moment's notice and, um, you know, just, uh, in a, with a comfort level and and stuff like that. So, yeah, man. And then, you know, like you said, with the pod squad, uh, you brought up the idea of doing Patreon. I was like, man, already you know just would would people be interested but here we are we you know like a little inside baseball before we uh start recording you know we have a little chit chat with the patreon group and you know we we pretty much have a a a packed house tonight in the uh, say mean things about people that who who don't have the patreon (laughs) so you should get so you should get the patreon so you can hear what we have to say yeah but uh (laughs) yeah Hey, Fabe. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, just uh, the, the fact that, you know, we have a full house tonight on a Friday night after 12. Yeah. And, uh, people on a Saturday show. morning. On a Saturday morning. And, and people I, from all over. And I, that, you know, people have lives, you know. They got to, you know, get up early tomorrow and stuff like that. And the fact they're just yeah. hanging out, that means a lot. So, you know. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm really grateful. Yeah, it's, you know, the, I won't read all of these out here, but I mean, our, our pod squad that's, that's on Patreon has been writing some very nice stuff for us, you know, um, and thanking us for it. And it's, it's, um, I think that's something that like, when you do this, I think the, the biggest, when we first had that, that first phone call together of like, you know, okay, so what, I think I asked you, I'm like, what, what would this look like? Like what, what is our, you know, cause I wanted to get a feel for what your vision of this was. And yeah. I just, I think at the end of it, um, you, it was always like, I, I just, I think this is going to be good. I hope people want to listen. Yeah. And they, and they do, which is surprising. <laughs> you know, every single time we'll finish an episode and go, that was fun. And I'll think to myself, I hope other people are enjoying themselves as much as we are with this, you know, and it's, uh, it's just been, it's been really, really cool. And, uh, it's been an incredible journey for the first year here. And, you know, we've said it many times before we're in it for the long haul. I I'm, you know, uh, I've, I've been very lucky during this, this pandemic to have had a lot of opportunities, um, working other things, doing the stuff that I do with fight 
and you and I having the opportunities with ad free shows along with Joel and yeah, that's you know, another great it, thing we don't we we get to do. You know, it's great. It's awesome stuff. Um, but there's like this this comfort of the mind of the meanie of like you know I mentioned the work aspect of editing stuff of doing the things you know all of that. Um, and I just did like I did the NWA roundtable thing. Loved it. I had a blast. Yeah. But it's like I go and I have my job and then I get to come here and hang out, you know, <laughs> and it's uh, and I, I never want it to sound because we put thought into, <laughs> into this uh, yeah. sometimes very little, but there is thought there is stuff. But, you know, um, and I will say and then I'll, I'll uh, we'll move on to something else. But I I will say um, as cheesy and sappy as this sounds the absolute best thing that has come from it for me has been the fact that uh, has been our friendship. The yeah. fact that, that I, I genuinely consider you just a good friend and somebody that, you know, I, we, we have had conversations having nothing to do with the podcast, oh, having, absolutely. having to do with real life. And yeah, you know, that's, that's something to me that is like at the end of all of this, if, you know, if I look back and I go, well, at the very least I made a friend, um, at the very least I got an action figure. And then after that, <laughs> at the very least, you know, can you believe but, that? Um, yeah, man. I, that I got an action figure. No, it's insane. Uh, maybe, maybe you should call it an, an action figure. Uh, it's definitely get, get probably going to get more act. Well, all right. No, no. No, I stopped myself, but I'm just, it was going to sound terrible. I was more referencing the fact that it wasn't going to get hurt when the arms move, but here they are. And if anyone's wondering if Meanie has picked up, by the way, they've asked us to send these back. Yeah, figure. And I'm like, Meanie needs his, uh, he still needs to take some pictures with it. But at this point, they sent us pictures of the almost completely finished, like there's really no reason to even give you the prototype. The figure is going to be here soon, yeah. you know, uh, but anytime life. you want it. Nah, yeah. Um, you but yeah, but here we it. are. They nailed our height exactly to scale. <laughs> my yeah, before, arms, before my you biceps. Know, we'll, before you know, we'll have the real thing. So yeah, that's fine. Very, very soon. Um, very, very soon. We're very excited about it. Um, yeah, but no, it's amazing. But thank you again, everybody and uh and with that i'd say the other best thing to come out of this is the entire wardrobe that we now have so uh please <laughs> please check out some of the great shirts we have over at prowrestlingtees.com slash mind of the meanie get your mind of the meanie shirts at prowrestlingtees.com slash mind of the meanie we have the mind of the meanie logo tee the mind of the meanie badge meanie tunes meanie burger three seltzers deep Meanie Gas, Wreck Every Bathroom and Leave, Meanie Screwing Up the YMCA, Alternative Commentary, Podcast Faces, and so much more. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash MindTheMeanie. Meanie, one thing that we have not done uh, yet is crack open any salt. I'm begging you, man. Yeah. And... Uh, there is no better seltzer in the world than ugly. Yeah, man. This is um, 
you know, we put them over strong last time. Uh, and this is a big, this is a big deal. This is a bittersweet moment for me because, uh, this is my last peach. Um, see, I'm, uh, dude, it's, it's been a struggle. I didn't even yeah. get any to, uh, here was the cherry I drank earlier <laughs> while I'm sitting in my, in my office. Yeah. Dude, it's been a struggle to try to, you know, save some for the show. You know, like yeah. I said, they were, they were going to have to, you know, maybe send us another case. Not that I would, they, you know. They, what yeah. do they have? Eight per flavor, right? Yeah. That's what they sent us? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> this is the second week we've done this. I, I had, I drank six of them. I couldn't control myself. And I still have the Wegmans brand in my fridge. Right. And... I just was like, I was like, ah, should I have a peach now? I really should save this because I can get, I can get a good solid eight weeks out of this, of the sponsorship. Um, but I couldn't. So. Yep. Let's yeah. uh, crack this. Two, two. I, I got the, uh, the cherry. So very nice. Three, two, one. Mm, there we are. Oh my god, it's so good! Like I said, man, not only does it taste really good, but you open up and it smells excellent. It, smells it really, the smell is like the is almost the best part. Yeah, and that sounds weird, but like when you're going to drink it, you're like, this is this is peach. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's uh, um, like I said, I, I hope they use that on their commercials. Josh Chernoff says. When you drink it, it's like this is peach. <laughs> no, it's like uh, nailed it, <laughs> dude. I, I, you know, I used to drink so much soda back in the day because I was addicted to that fizz. And thankfully, we, you know, you know, I, 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 I dialed back, but I always had that urge. You know, I need a fizzy drink. And you know, when we started, you know, going to seltzers, I mean, that's kind of helped me get over the 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 need of you know, wanting to drink a soda. So now with this, not only does it taste great, but I get that, that, that fizz that I crave. Mm -hmm. It's that true. Like they said on their website, like that, that's like, they wanted to be a true alternative to soda. Yeah. And like, it really is. It's, it is that flavorful and that good. And that it's got that fizz, not just like a little bit, like it's a very carbonated drink. It's fantastic. Um, so, uh, so thank you. Hmm? So we just, we just, I don't even know how or why we started drinking seltzer. We just kind of naturally started, like moved over to seltzer. And then uh, our, our supermarket didn't have very many brands. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, uh, Philadelphia adopted a, what they call a soda tax, which is not just soda. It affects all sugar beverages, and it's like a lot. Like I, I'm, I. Mm. It, it's a pretty high percentage per like ounce, and it's not just soda. It's anything with sweetener. So it could be juice. It could be sweetened almond milk. It could be like anything, but. Soda in Philadelphia is very, very, very expensive. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people s- started drinking seltzer. So now our supermarket carries so many more flavors. And, like, you have something like this where we don't have this in the store. You have, But, like, I want all the flavors of seltzer. Yeah. I want 
I want to try every seltzer under the sun. Like, and it helps that it's cheap. You know, <laughs> we are not. You mean taxed. like when they send it to us? No. Uh, yeah. no, no, no. No, I showed my wife uh, uglydrinks.com. That's where you would get these. You go to uglydrinks.com. And she was like, like, as she just kept scrolling, she's like, oh my God, they have so <laughs> many flavors here. This is ridiculous. And then the, the, they had like the holiday theme flavors. But uh, yeah, no, I, they might have had uh, a marshmallow at some point. I might be lying, and they might have had a root beer that I had my eye on. <laughs> that that's what started it all. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing I you love, were talking about the root beer. And I want to try every flavor mm-hmm. of seltzer under the sun. Like really, like do it. I'm glad that seltzer is a thing that people are into, and I hope more people get into seltzers. Is there, I uh, is there a promo code for them? Um, we have a, I believe the, yes, we do. When just you go and punch, order. Just go to um, any website and punch in Meanie at checkout and see what yeah. happens. No, there's a <laughs> promo code and, uh, I'm going to pretend right now that I was about to say it. Uh, but in fact, <laughs> Mrs. Meanie just reminded me. Um, uh, remember when I said we, we prepare, uh, yeah. kind of, um, uh, there is one. It's called ugly Meanie. Yeah. I'm not joking. Uh, use the promo code ugly meanie and that will let them know that, uh, that you came from the mind of the meanie. Um, so put in that promo code ugly meanie, um, and, uh, and just, and let them know that, that, uh, the mind of the meanie sent you. Um, and we're they're you know, they're a small company. Um, so supporting them would be a great thing. Uh, but, uh, man, they, they might not know it yet, but there's going to be a cross promotion. <laughs> We're, we've been dreaming about this for a year. Oh um, my god! Yeah. Hey, I want to put something up on the screen because we are here on on Fight TV uh, for people to people to see. I, I just want to put something up that Vanessa um, wrote in our comments, um, and uh, she said, "I greatly appreciate the all inclusive community. We are all people from all walks of life, all ages, all types." Very different, yet the same. And I just wanted to put that up uh, because I know this is kind of jumping back to our thanking everybody. Um, and I thank everyone who, who, who has sent great messages. But, like, that is the part, and Mini, you and I have talked about this off air. Like, that aspect of the fact that people feel that way is, there's no better feeling than that. Um, yeah. I truly, you know, you, you've, I've never really talked much about, uh, or as much as you have about being bullied, um, yeah. as a kid, but I, I was bullied to the point where I switched schools. I, you know, I've, I've had, you know, I, I maybe, maybe that's why I, uh, have a short fuse when it comes to, uh, certain bullies, uh, yeah. that I may or may not talk about on my soapboxes. Um, but I, uh, it's important. It was important to you, and it's important to me for this to be a, a, a kind of like a safe space where we're all just like, "Hey, let's all come have fun." Um, yeah. Dude, it's I was, awesome. I've been bullied my whole life. Uh, you know, ever since I was a kid, growing up, the child of a, a single mother, uh, made fun of, beat up, uh, been made examples of in front of other people so they can get over on me. Uh, just everything you can 
imagine. And then, you know, you know, you deal with depression your whole life. You know, plenty of times I wanted to kill myself, but, you know, thankfully I have a loving family and I would never, ever imagine putting them through such a thing. And uh, that's why my fur gets up a little bit when I feel like I'm being put in a, in a position to be embarrassed or humiliated or if I see somebody helpless being picked on, whether it be somebody picking on somebody for whatever reason, whether they're elderly or, you know, differently abled or stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I got it. My, my, my fire, my fur goes up and I, I go into the fight mode. And I don't want anybody to feel different, you know. You know, we're all here. For, we all have a purpose here. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, us finding it and uh, figuring out. But the, the, that's the whole part of the journey of life is figuring out what our purpose is and then attacking that purpose, you know. And uh, thankfully through the, you know, world of wrestling, which gave me confidence to not only uh, speak in front of people, but it's prepared prepared me for life in general. To where where if I feel like I'm being bullied, I I speak up now and all that good shit. So yeah, I mean, when it comes to having a community, nobody should feel different or feel bad or you know feel like a burden, like I felt like most of my life. You know, yep. I always feel like I'm. You know, people go, oh, you're you're too you're so polite. You're always apologizing for things you didn't do is, you know, I, I spent my whole life feeling like I was a burden on somebody else, you know, or I was in the way or, and I don't want anybody ever, you know, while they're around us to feel that way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, and I, we're, we're, we're all here for a purpose right now in the world of mind and meaning. We were all, we're all, you know, one, uh, like-minded community. Yeah. And I mean, and, and something that's been great is we've never seen, um, I've seen other Patreon groups, other things like that, where there's people, people kind of bicker back and forth or whatever. And, and Hey, look, family bickers back and forth. So I'm not saying that that never happens, but this group, um, I have never seen anything, but everybody lifting each other up, supporting each other. Um, the fact that in supporting our podcast, you're all supporting each other, and that's Patreon, that's non-Patreon, that's, I mean, um, that's so, it, it, it's, I, I almost feel like talking about this is like um, overstating the importance of what we do here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, like it, it's this big, like, we're changing the world, meaning, and the way people feel and think, but... You know, we got a message months ago from somebody who said they were in the hospital uh, recovering from surgery for, um, I don't, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to say, because I think I remember, but I don't want to say what I, what I think it was, but they were recovering. break any HIPAA laws or whatever, you know? Well, yeah, <laughs> you but they were recovering from surgery, and they were in the hospital, and they were in the hospital during the height of the pandemic. Um, so, you know, they weren't getting visitors. And, uh, and they sent us a message on social media telling us that, that our podcast has helped them get through that time. Um, 
I think mainly because one episode probably covered their entire week-long stay in the hospital. <laughs> but, those uh, early episodes, yeah. But, but, I, uh, but I remember that, reading that, and, and it was the, like, you have a choice. You can feel like, man, like, wow, I'm pretty important. I'm doing that. But my feeling was, like, man, do I feel lucky to be a part of this. Like, how did I fall ass backwards into being able to <laughs> joke around with a guy that I was a fan of, and now we joke around and have fun, and that somehow is helping somebody through a really dark time? Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm not deserving of of that. Like that like that was my feeling, and it's out. And again, I, I'm sorry, I'm going back into this. Like nah, nah, maybe nah. maybe because it's 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 a well, twenty an one here in the yeah. morning, but it's yeah. I, I'm just I'm I'm very, um, you know, y- you spend all this time being a fan, wanting to be a part of this business, and wanting to be able to contribute in some sort of a way that's meaningful. And then when someone goes, Hey, you did something meaningful. I'm kind of like sitting here going like, how? <laughs> like this is, hey. you know? Yeah. Um, hey, but I, again, uh, what's that? I also, I, uh, I don't like listen to the show or anything, but uh, from what I understand, you guys are, are, you guys are a fairly positive bunch. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it's not that you're never critical or you're never, but sometimes you tune into shows and they just, they're just negative the entire time. Especially now when you have like, mm-hmm. like we listen to sports radio all the time and it's like, you know, there's not really sports going on. So what are they talking about? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. negative, negative. It's like, all right, come on now. Come on. I like to think our negativity is usually towards people for being negative and we're being like, sure, sure. don't be negative. You know, like that's our critique is like, why are you being negative? Sure, and then, but it's not like, you know, but, it's not a downer. You don't come here it's to to get down about something, anything like, no. you know, like it's not political. It's not like, you know, no. you know, it's you guys keep a fairly positive uh you know topics and and stuff like that we we try (laughs) because you don't know what people Um, are going through and people don't want to tune in you got you know everything sucks and then you tune in to listen to people talk about how everything sucks that sucks like and and you don't know who you're talking to you don't know who's on the other end exactly what you're saying that like that is just in a nutshell, that is right. That is I something guys, to remember really through every aspect of life. Like, and thank you, you for letting me hang out with you guys. Seriously, like, yeah. What's that? Thank you for letting me hang out with you guys. Oh, here. thank you for being here. And uh, seriously, this is at you. You have brought so much to this show um, that She's I know you don't like. You don't like to say you have, but you have. You have, um, and uh, no, it, it, but that's the thing. You never know what people are going through, and yeah. Um, I hope if you're having a great day and you listen to us, I hope we're making it better. If you're having a shitty day, I hope we're making it better. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's the goal, really. Yep. It's just 
you know, I had plenty of people approach me. Oh, what do you, if you were to do a podcast, what would it be about? And I'm like, I just want to talk. Uh, what's your format? I don't have a fucking format. You know, every seventh episode, we try to make you miserable. That's just a, that was something we kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm just naturally miserable, but yeah. uh, that's because I'm in my, we head talked about it. I'm, I said the meaning in the beginning, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I can give you six positive ones in a row, but I, I need a break. I need like a break. I said, I, just, I, I, I constantly have like a, here's my downfalls. Like I constantly have this show going on in my head and wrestling has trained me to figure out what people are going to say before they say it. Mm-hmm. And like, I go, oh, you know, I'm about to say this thing to this person and they're going to say this back to me. And like, I get mad when they say it back to me. So, <laughs> so like sometimes I get a little grumpy pants cause like I'm, I, I'm sometimes I get too much into my own head mm-hmm. instead of just being me. I'm just worried about what I'm going to say, how people, what's the person's going to say back to me. And it's like, you know, I should just like become a screenwriter because I have so many scenes to play out my head, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah nobody wants to listen to, you know, you know, bitching and complaining when people are, you know, looking for an outlet to get away from, uh, what's driving them nuts. So, and that's the other thing, like, you know, their shows for, it is, it is one of the things I love, like, like busted opens a great show. Yeah. Um, and their show that I, I think they keep a pretty positive spin talking about even when they don't like something. Yeah. Um, but that was another thing in the beginning. We were just like, like, well, busted opens talking about what we just saw on raw last night. Like, we don't need to talk about that because also if you don't enjoy the show, then it's a whole show of just bitching and moaning about what you didn't see. And it's, you can find that elsewhere, you know, but here you're going to find, um, you're gonna find gas. You're gonna find, um, <laughs> you know, all, all kinds of humor. Talk about the time that uh, Blue Meanie took a choke slam after he pooped his pants in the ring. <laughs> wait, when? It, wait, you took the choke slam after you pooped your pants, or from the? Sure choke slam? did. Ah, oh, that was one of the many times. He sure did. It was like a Gallagher show with the front row. We had. <laughs> oh. No, that was a whole other story, but the duty watermelon. But, yeah, we're trying to keep the show short today, so no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We're trying to keep it short. We're all we're almost at uh okay. Um hey, remember when we were like, you know, it's gonna be a late night. We should probably get to uh my, yeah. the ask meanie around forty five minutes in. Well, that yeah. was an hour ago. It's all my uh, fault. so what do you say we uh we we ask meanie anything? Here, sure. you do that. Uh, I'm gonna leave now. Okay. 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 Bye. 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 Have a good night. Bye. I just figure, uh, you know, I, I have things to do. I have to do my okay. ablutions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do it. It's time to ask me anything. Ask me something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, uh, I do just want to say, because I didn't say all this before, but... Uh, the people at Ugly, because I'm drinking this and it's so damn good, uh, they created it to be refreshingly honest, sparkling water with no sugar, no sweeteners, and no calories. Beyond quenching your thirst, they aim to celebrate the real, the raw, and the imperfect, the ugly truth. Uh, their flavors are designed to be punchy and nostalgic and a genuine soda replacement for those wishing to ditch the sugar and the sweeteners. 
Um, so again, I just want to say uglydrinks.com at uglydrinks. Um, I actually even threw in a thing today. They, uh, somebody on social media really liked my post and they're like, I don't drink, but your post is enough that I'm going to buy you a beer. And I was like, well, why don't we split? And I tagged ugly drinks in there. (laughs) Um, so I'm, I'm trying to do my part, um, to spread the word here. Uh, all right. So. Ask Meanie, right? Is that what we're here for? I think. I think. <laughs> Are we going to do that? Um, let me go. I'm scrolling through my timeline. I got Andy Slichter here doing squats. And I can't look away. <laughs> um, he is quite fit. Yeah. Dude's. Uh... Um, okay. Here we are. Um, okay. So. Apparently, like I type in the the hashtag Ask Meanie, that's how I can find them all. Right. But there's an ad that was a promoted ad in the middle of some uh, K-pop band. Okay. And I'm looking. I'm like, and it's a video, and I'm like, I'm like studying this, trying to figure out how what kind of a question are they asking? Um, it's just an ad. Uh, okay. Ah. So here we go. Um. We'll start off with, I know there was a question. I know Derek had a question uh, earlier. Um, so, oh, here we go. Uh, Derek Price asks, uh, has Meanie talked to Nova and Stevie about Retromania since its release? Uh, yeah. Uh, not necessarily about the gameplay, but uh, they... Uh, if you follow me on social media, uh, I just got a Retromania home arcade system. And they basically got one too. Uh, well, each. Uh, they each got a Retromania home arcade system. And basically, they just reached out, hey, man, how hard is it to put together? <laughs> so that's, that's, that's basically their art. Steve, Stevie was asking you? Oh, yeah. And... Uh, because I, I use Stevie's uh, like tutorial videos to figure out how the hell to set up the roadcaster when we got it. Well, it was it was just like it wasn't like how do you put it together? It was like how hard is it? And I just deferred to I was like, well, Tracy did it, and she said basically said it's like putting together IKEA furniture. So yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was basically the extent of our conversation. Yeah, they said how hard is it, and you're like, well, Tracy said it's hard enough uh, that it does the trick. Uh, but but could use a little all right all right but uh yeah man uh yeah i mean we talked about it ages ago like we're still just dumbfounded you know not dumbfounded but like in 2021 we're still doing this thing and it's amazing kind of like how we're me you and i are amazed that you know we're a year into this podcast and we still do it we still like each other and we yep love our community and uh you know but yeah to have the bwo in a video game and like i i I tweeted today i was like dude we're i mean it's time and time and money is a huge Mm -hmm. investment and retrosoft studios who made the game and this i arcade uh those folks you know made this these cabinets and just to have your photo on something you know people do things in hopes to sell them Mm-hmm. And they, they trust my likeness and my work to be able to, you know, I'm not just me, but 
you know, as a collection. Yeah, with the uh, with the action figures as well. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a big undertaking, you know. Just uh, it's a big head trip, you know, that people trust us. But yeah, you know, that's basically the extent of our conversation. We're just like, we're really doing this. It's kind of cool. Um, this question comes from Pharaoh at Pharaoh MTG. Um, who is your favorite person you ever worked with in the ring as either a tag partner or as an opponent? It would probably have to be Tracy Smothers, you know. Did you ever uh, tag with him? No, I tagged with, with a little Guido one time, though. Yeah. That was kind of cool. You know, the <laughs> BWFBI we were for one show. Uh, awesome. But no, I, I never tagged with Tracy, but uh, yeah, he's probably my favorite all-time opponent. Just because we're we, we're we've been purposely married together, you know, we've had matches that, you know, when I work elsewhere, people want to do the spots me and him did, or where he worked yeah. somewhere else. Oh, uh, can we do that spot you and Meanie did? You know, so yeah, it's always Tracy. Yeah, that's that's a no brainer. Um, this is a fun question from Jeffrey Mitchell, at <laughs> father of Ben. Um, our good friend Jeffrey Mitchell, a Pod Squad member from the start. Uh, um, he he did a cover of the Mrs. Meany Run-In song. Yes, uh, but no, one of our absolute earliest supporters. Um, yeah. day one, uh, day one ish. Uh, <laughs> says who would play Josh Meany and Mrs. Meany in the Mind of the Meany movie? Oh my God. Well, unfortunately, Chris Farley is no longer with us. Um, I, I feel know. like we got a question before about, like, you, like, who would play you, but I don't yeah. think we ever gotten one about, like, everybody. Um, there's it's one guy great, I'm trying to find. It's a great question. Out. What's that? It's a great question. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with Jonah Hill play me. Uh, Jonah Hill's gonna play you because yeah, both um, are, we both have weight fluctuation problems, uh, <laughs> and that's not a knock. He's actually come out and said, "Yeah, I know. I I gain and lose weight. You know, I'm lose weight and gain weight. Right. But uh, definitely Josh, uh, Jonah Hill. I mean, not Josh. Nah. Well, you're Josh. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the part of party where the all the uh, drugs kick in and everything's fine. Yeah. Um, I would say, I've, I've had well, who would day. you say? What? I've had a day today, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So if I'm not um, my normal chipper self, it's just. Yeah. I've had a day. Um, yeah. Been up for 72 hours. You've been, yeah, you know, you or at know. least it feels that way, right? Yeah. After I do this and do the files, I've got to get up at 7. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So last uh, question here. No, um, uh, so as far who, what about Mrs. Meany? While I try to figure out who the hell, uh, what the name is of the guy, I don't know I who's out there. Who's hip? Who's uh, who's the uh, up and comer? Uh, dude, I watch so many documentaries. I don't even know who acts anymore. It's so crazy. Uh, I'll, I'll have to get back to that one. So there's a there's this dude. So for me. I'm trying to remember. There's this guy. He was on Modern Family. Um, he was uh, Haley Dumphy's boyfriend for a, a while. 
Um, and I can't, and I've been told that I kind of look like him. Um, but he's from other things too. So I would say if I had to, so everybody has your thing. Like if you're trying to find that person who's like way better looking than you, um, but like someone could look and be like, eh, I could see it. Um, well, that's a hard one because um, <laughs> I can't find many better looking me. Uh, if we're going by eyebrows, um, I would say, Levy. what's that? Eugene Levy. Uh, now, I was actually going to say his son. There you go. So yeah. here's the thing. He's we good. don't, aside from our eyebrows, we don't really look the same, but I have no question in my mind that he could handle the sarcasm. Um, and I am such an enormous fan of him from Schitt's Creek. Dude, um, I'll, I, for uh, Mrs. Meany, I'll say who the uh, the woman who played uh, Stevie, the, the the girl at the front. Oh, desk. get out of here! She would be amazing. Yeah. All right. So so basically, um, I should know her name right. too. I follow her on social media. Um, so we're fine. Yeah, names is uh, Emily Hampshire. There you go. That's Mrs. Meany. Uh, and we're going to go with Dan Levy for me and Jonah Hill for you. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The plot of the mind of the meanie movie might not be that great, but that's a pretty damn good cast right there. Yeah. It'll be like a Godfather type epic fucking long thing. So we don't know. Dan Dan Levy's going to have to put on some weight, (laughs) uh, and grow a beard. Um, no, he and I, us, honestly, we look almost identical from right here, <laughs> right there, right above the eyelid, right it's below like, the hairline. <laughs> we look almost identical. Um, everything else a, is different, but, uh, it's like that scene um, in Tommy boy. It's like that scene in Tommy boy. Where he goes, it's not here. It's not <laughs> here, but it's right here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's, uh. Um, oh man, her, the, the, the one who played Stevie would be perfect for Mrs. Meany. She's great. She's got a great yeah. social media. Uh, she's got a great Instagram too. I was actually a big fan. You ever watch, uh, 12 monkeys, the TV show? I have not. I should, oh no. dude, you, I, I feel like you I, would love it. I'm still trying to figure out the movie. Um, <laughs> D- but honestly, just don't even think about the movie. Okay. Just I'm I'm telling you, if you're looking for a show to watch that isn't a comedy or some or or you know, uh, Twelve Monkeys, it's it's done. So I mean, you can watch, you can binge the entirety of it. Um, yeah, so good. But it's definitely one. It's not a zone out show. Pay attention because it's time because it's all about you know time travel and different things. You know, so definitely pay attention. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a fun one. Um, definitely made me think, excuse me. The other guy, uh, I want to say his name is Adam something or another. Um, that's a long last name, something or another. Ah, this is the guy that people, here he is. Uh, Adam divine is the other person that people have, have said, I kind of, I know who that is. I've, I've seen him in commercials. Yeah, so Ew, um, that's his voice. Or something like that. Yeah, so he's my he's my uh, backup if I'm ever if uh, Dan Levy is unavailable. There you go. Um, so uh, great question. Oh, I closed my phone. We still had some more. Uh, let's do. <laughs> let's do. Uh, 
Let's do a couple more here. Do we have any from Patreon? Uh, uh, oh, Vanessa's getting her dad's third cousin to direct. There you go. Uh, and let's third see. cousin um, twice removed. Yep. Um, Travis wants to know, dude. I can't see. This is so small and far away. Travis wants to know what's your favorite beer and what makes a great beer. Dude, it's uh, well for the long time. Longest time, my favorite beer has been Yingling. Uh, but I. Pretty partial to Pabst Blue Ribbon, no pun intended. Uh, uh, yeah, it just um, it just depends, man. There's something about drinking a beer, a nice cold beer, that when you're done drinking it, you just go, ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my feeling with beer for the most part is like, I don't know if I want to buy it because I could just urinate into a cup and then let that get cold. Um. But uh, no, uh, not a big. I'm not a beer. I'm not a beer fan. Yeah. Uh, so I have no business judging. Um, but I have had some good beers. There's some good beers. But yeah. I'm a I'm a like a hard cider guy or like the not your father's root beer was so freaking good. Um, there was a period of time where I was like, man, I drink so much England, you could just rebottle it. You know, it, <laughs> you, come you, right out. You can run the. Uh, the hose from the urinal right back to the fucking tap. I have a buddy who lives out west. And he's been out there for over a decade now. And he is like, when he comes home, it's just yinling. Like, that's, yeah. he's just, that's the first thing he'll order at the bar. Just because, not because it's his, his favorite, but because it's home. Yeah. You know, like, and. and uh, Dude, when that, I went uh, to England, uh, I went to Newcastle, England. I was like, give me the local beer. And they gave me a New, Newcastle brown ale. So anytime I get people who come to Philly, oh, yeah, what's what's the local beer here? Have have some Yingling, and uh, before Yingling start branching out, you know, we, and we we're going back to Connecticut, see Mrs. Meany's family. The family would be like, "Hey, uh, here's twenty bucks. Can you bring us a case of Yingling?" <laughs> I felt like I felt like a bootlegger, uh, you know, run, you know, a, a, a drug runner, you know, Except yeah, right. <laughs> had a trunk full of Yingling. I was talking um, about, I, I what's that? I heard you. I was telling, uh, oh, okay. Hold on. This I, is Meanie. I just want you to, I just want you to tell everybody what Steven Regal said to you when he gave you your first Guinness. Oh. One of my, oh. One of, and this is why we have Mrs. Meanie. It's one of my run. favorite lines in the whole world. <laughs> that so. That's like an old school Mrs. Meanie run in. Yeah. Oh, like that's, that's yeah. That's play it. Mind of the meanie, Mrs. Meanie oh. running Tracy Roots got something to say. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I got my jammies on. I'm not really decent, so okay. try not to get Scram on. you, <laughs> uh, dude. The first time <clears throat> I ever had a Guinness, it was purchased for me by Lord Stephen Regal. Uh, they were having a pay per view in Baltimore. I went down just to hang out. You know, see a couple of the guys I knew, and we're at the bar, and it's like me, Malenko, Guerrero, not, not Guerrero, uh, Regal sitting at the bar. And I, I see him drinking again. I was like, "What is that? That looks like chocolate. What is that? <laughs> oh, it's a Guinness. Uh, wow, that looks good." He goes, and he goes, cars tells the bartender, yeah, "Get my friend a Guinness." I was like, "Oh, thank you." He goes. It'll put hammer on your chest. 
blue ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if you ever heard Regal talk, he goes, it'll put hair on your chest. Blue ones. Wait, and it's like, that looks like oh, chocolate. Hold on, hold on. There it, you go. It's like, it's like, oh, that looks like chocolate. And then you taste it, and it's like when you give a kid a baking square, which are not chocolate, <laughs> it's like that bit of, you know, you've always, you've all done it. <laughs> You're like, that looks delicious. What is that? And it's baking chocolate, and it is, oh. it is not sweet at all. <laughs> Dude, when yep. I was a kid, I got to tell this story. I got to tell this story. When I was a it kid, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm fat. So I was looking through the fridge, looking through the freezer, and I saw what I thought was a Klondike bar, and I, I t- grabbed it, and it was not a Klondike bar, but it was, like, wrapped in foil, and I put my finger in there, and it was fucking Limburger cheese. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? I, I thought you were going to say it's a Frosty Paws. You ever see those things? I never thought. I no, didn't but I know my... that was a dog treat until I was an adult. I mean, I never had one. I would see them in the supermarket. But I, I grabbed this Limburger cheese and I smell it. And I was like, man. So I just shoved a finger up my own ass to get the smell off so I smell better. Oh, so, uh, did you ever smell my, Limburger uh, cheese? Uh, no. Dude, like they they always say cartoons about it, you know. Oh, um, you know, with the squiggly Stinky, lines, yeah, yeah Limburger cheese, <laughs> you know, with the the funny sounds. It's every bit of what whole every bit of what the fuck is that smell, you know? And <laughs> my grandma uh, would eat it, and I was like, "How are you eating that?" We had these uh, dog, we, these dog mints. Uh, when I was growing up, like for the, like the, the dogs, it was like basically, you know, give the dog a fresh breath or whatever. Oh, this smells um, like balls. This is delicious. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I guess my mom if was dogs, at like If the dogs could talk. Yeah. What? If dogs could talk. That's what they were saying. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she had them and they kind of looked like little, like, like an Altoid type container, you know? Yeah. And uh, so they're just sitting there in the laundry room and uh, my dad comes in and he takes me he walks in and he goes <laughs> he's just like he's like uh he's like i don't know whose minces are these are disgusting <laughs> my mom goes those are for the dogs and he's like he's like well these are terrible she's like well, why do you still have it in your mouth <laughs> but it was uh yeah but he did not uh he, he did not care for that i said to my doc hey it hurts when i do this he said hey stop doing that <laughs> That's pretty bill. much like what what that's the type of jokes my dad would tell. Um, oh, uh, hold on, hold on, I gotta think. Holding. Can I? Tell this is the part story? of the mind of the meanie where. No, I'm thinking. And this I, is the empty closet in the mind of the meanie, and come on down the hallway. Now there, I I had to. Nah, I can't tell that joke. Uh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Episode one hundred, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, um, when I'm definitely sick of doing the podcast, I'll tell that joke <laughs> and get his fucking canceled. No, nah, I'm scared. Um, uh, but no, uh, back in the day, he's talking about dog mints. And I was like, oh, if dogs could talk, there's a, a great bit by a comedian named Brian Haley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you've seen him. Uh, he used to have like a buzz cut. He, he used to look like an old school like gym teacher with the buzz cut and stuff like that. He used mm-hmm. to wear a suit. It's like, imagine if dogs could talk. Uh, 
probably wouldn't be anything, uh, you know, interesting. Like, gee, you know, vomit ain't half bad, you know, or stuff like that. You know, <laughs> if dogs could talk. So I just remind, reminded myself of that skit. So that's funny. Back, um, back when stand up comedy was on TV every day in, in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find, I know there was another question somewhere. Uh, where Derek had asked his question, and somebody had asked it, and I'd, I want to be able to give credit. Um, but somebody had asked you on our Patreon, uh, what was your favorite um, moment from this past year? Man. The, the show, not, not oh, the I know year. I know, it's been a shit year, just... Uh been able to just every morning when you know every week when i we hit record and we we get that after high you know not like a, i want to say after glow but there's like an afterglow of like when we do mm. like a really good show and right before we you know we sign off with the page you know patreons and me and you go yeah yeah and then we try to figure out what we talked about and we don't remember what we talked about because we we're so engrossed in the conversation yeah Neither one of us bothered to take fucking notes. <laughs> so, At least now I write down when we when we uh, plug our merch and stuff. Yeah, but the, you know, my favorite part of the you know, the show is just like not that it's over, but just that feeling mm-hmm. that like I used to get from like a having a really good match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you you have a match where you f- you feel because like look, I'm my own worst fucking critic, and you know to kind of. Hold on, let me fix my foot here. Uh, to expound on what Mrs. Meany said, you know, about hating hearing your own voice. I mm-hmm. really do hate hearing my own voice. You know, I'll listen for a couple seconds, like Monday morning, make sure my audio was okay, and I go... I was going to say, I'll listen to make sure that it, like, played correctly, so I yeah. don't have to, like, go in and pull the audio. Yeah, and I go, ah, I can't listen to myself, because I hate my own <laughs> voice. But, uh, I, dude, and, and, and that's another thing, you know, wrestling's gave me such a thick skin, but, you know, and you know, people try to say mean shit online and I laugh cause it's like, these people can't say, what can somebody say about me that I haven't said about myself? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, you know, I, I used, I used to like, I, I like to like throw the joke out there before. Somebody else could throw it out about me, you know, like I'll make a fat joke or something like that, you yeah. know. And then uh, one time we were in England and somebody was like, man, that's like the second time you've made fun of yourself. Why do you keep my, I was like, no, oh, dude, it's, I'm not serious. I'm just trying to, yeah. you know, you know, you know, it's, you know, it's like, I remember when I, when I was playing music and stuff, the hardest part wasn't being out in front of people playing. It was, the when it was the songs that I wrote, it was first of all singing in front of people because if you're gonna sing in front of somebody and you're even mildly okay at singing, I feel like people like I, I feel I don't I never wanted people to look at me going, look at this asshole thinking he's the greatest singer in the world. Right. And so I wanna like come out there and be like, hey, like I can carry a tune, but I'm not, you know, I wanna like start each set by going like, I don't think I'm that good. Please don't <laughs> judge too, you know? And then when it's songs I've written, you know, 
for me, when I would write songs, it was basically like some people would sit there and they'd, they'd, they'd write a poem or they'd write in a journal or they'd do something like that. Sometimes I'd write a song and it was about a, a serious thing I, that happened with me. Sometimes I'd write a song. There was one time uh, my sister and someone else, someone else was, they were in the backseat of the car and she like puts her head down on my sister because it was like a long, like long drive. My sister's like, like well, she's like, can I just sleep like this? And, she, and my sister's like, hey, if you want to put your head on my bony shoulder. So I went home and wrote a song called Put Your Head on My Bony Shoulder where it was all about this guy like just being like, hey, you know, I'm not good for, you know, backing you up in a fight, but I'm here if you want to put your head on my bony shoulder. And it was a funny song. I've had songs where I've watched someone go through a breakup and I write the song from their point of view. And then yeah. someone, of course, thinks I wrote it about myself. And then that gets awkward if I'm currently, like, you know, married. Um, and uh, <laughs> But it's any time, you know, for me, it was always really uncomfortable because I felt like I was, like, you're, like, bearing your soul. You're, you're you know, and you want to begin by going, like, hey, I wrote this song. Uh, don't worry. I don't think it's the greatest song in the world. And I don't think I'm the greatest singer. And I'm certainly not the best guitar player. Uh, and now that you've set the bar so incredibly low, you're hoping that people would be like, oh, he wasn't as bad as I expected. You know? And I feel like that's kind of, in a way, like, the way in a social setting as a kid, like, what you're talking about, and I would do that, where it'd be self-deprecating. Yeah. Because again, it's just like, well, if I'm self-deprecating, if I walk into, you know, I make jokes about how like my eyebrows, um, I'm not embarrassed by my eyebrows now, but when I was a kid, I mean, I've believe it or not grown into them. Uh, when I was a kid, <laughs> there was a time when like, dude, like I'm looking in the mirror going like, dude, your eyebrows are pretty big. And what do you think? I mean, you know what bullies do. They're going to pick the first thing they possibly can. But now I look at a thing and I see, I see this, this action figure and I see, I go, damn, they got my eyebrows perfect. I see when Slichter made that, the podcast thing. And I looked at it with like a point of pride going like, dude, that looks like me, but it takes a long time to get there. And it's, you know, so it would always be that stuff of just, you know, you walk in, I'll make a joke about how, you know, oh man, you know, all the, you know, the weather's different for the rest of you, but down here, you know, like I'll make a short <laughs> joke because I know I'm five, eight and I'm walking into a room with a bunch of people who are six feet. Yeah. Well, if I make a short joke, no one can be whispering to themselves, dude, do you see how short this dude is? <laughs> and it's, so I get what you're, I get exactly what, what you're saying. And it's, it's not a good, it's not a good way to be, but sometimes it's what, how you have to be to get through things. Yeah. But I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about in the beginning with this, but, but no, but that's a, but well, that's the, the thing theme is, of the show. Reach, what the fuck did we just say? Yeah. But you reach a point and especially like, I know for me, like I look at my kids and I, there's nothing in the world that will infuriate me more than if, than the, when the day comes that one of my kids gets bullied yeah. and you know, it, it, it's, it, it, it's like you look at it and you just want to say, this is you. If your eyebrows are big, your eyebrows are big. If you're overweight, you're overweight. You know, if you write music and it's mildly okay, well, guess what? It's yours. You know what? It like like that's the you know, 
these that's the best music I can make. It's the best the best wrestling move I can do. The bet I you know this is the best I can run the ropes. This is the best bump I'm able to take. This is you know uh, these are the best eyebrows I can grow. You know whatever whatever it is. That is the lesson that you know. I hope people take away from like when we have these types of conversations. I hope people take away from that stuff and can just be like, "Dude, you're you. This is it. It's the only face you get. It's the only body you get. Yeah. You know, you were made this way to be. You, you know why? Because if you were made like everybody else, then you wouldn't be you. You'd just Absolutely. be everybody else. So. Yep. yep. Here, here. Don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Amen. It's one fifteen in the morning. I am uh, rambling. I love you all. Uh, we love you too. Um, well, that's that's it. Uh, I do want to just say, you know, um, at, uh, at 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 some point, you know, I think we put over the figures. We don't have to run that commercial today because here they are. Go to cellotoys.net if you're outside the U.S. and go to mindofthemeanie.com if you're inside the U.S. Uh, to order our figures. Um, and let's, uh, what what else, Meanie? Anything else before we go here? Hey, uh, happy one-year anniversary to everybody. Happy one year. Uh, and thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the downloads. Thanks for the Patreons. Thanks for the Fight TV. Thanks for the YouTube. Uh, thanks for supporting us through uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Thank you for, through, for, Thank you for supporting us through using all our promo codes, you know, Manscaped and stuff like that, you know, it all, yeah, it all means something, man. It really does. Uh, uh, you guys keep the lights on, you know, you know, again, if it wasn't for you guys, it'd just be just two jerk offs, you know, chatting and, you know, recording at their phone calls, you know, basically. But no, seriously, which would thanks. be weird. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. That, like that I do would, with all my like I do with all my friends. I yes. just record the phone calls. I you never be, know well, when you need that blackmail. Yeah, uh, but yeah, thank you all. Uh, it, it's been a crazy year, and I, I look for look forward and hope for the opportunity to have many more years. Uh, like I said, I'm in for I'm in this for the long haul. Uh, so hopefully uh, we entertain you. Hopefully we are your companion piece. You know, uh, and hopefully uh, we add something, something substantive uh, to your day. So uh, thank you all. I appreciate you all. And I love you. I second that. And I hope that we are uh, doing this long enough so that my beard can grow as long as yours and as so uh, with, with that um, thank you everybody so much uh, make sure if you haven't yet uh, it's been a year so you know un- unless you're like Mrs. Meany you decided to unfollow us on uh, Twitter make sure that you go to our social media at Mind of the Meany um, and please check out our YouTube channel youtube.com slash Mind of the Meany and uh, Hit like, hit subscribe, and hit that little bell so that you know when things like the Mrs. Meanie run in and talking with friends and all that other stuff uh, is going to happen. Um, This has been an incredible year. This has been a life-changing year for me. Um, This has been so much fun. And uh, 
here's to the next uh, to the next year. May it be even better than the first. Absolutely. We will see you next Monday and every Monday for another trip to the mind of the moon. Blue, 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 blue world order. The world of MLW Radio never stops. <laughs>